Hello. How's it going? Oh. All right. <laughs> Still got nothing. Um, but. <laughs> okay. You guys ready? Oh, crap. Maybe I should get my comics ready, huh? All right. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the It's Too Wordy comic book podcast where three buddies talk about comics from their childhood and today. I'm Ryan. Nick. Kirk. And we got an awesome show for you tonight. We're going to be reviewing Crisis on Infinite Earths issue number 10. A can't miss issue, if I have to say so myself. That's very sarcastic. And X-Men Legends number one. So. Let's do Crisis real quick. Crisis real quick, right, yeah. Uh, Skip it. So. Yeah, this is going to be quick. Nothing happens, um, really. Uh, they have to go back in time to stop the anti-monitor because the anti-monitor is still alive. And uh, Brainiac's not dead either. He comes back and attempts to kill Simon. Otherwise, a bunch of words. Nothing really exciting. Fell asleep six times trying to read it. Uh, is a boring issue. So... Yeah, we'll get that's done now. We can move on to better things like X Men number one, X Men Legends number one. Okay, I'm not quite sure how to take that from you, Ryan. Um, so how do you mean? <laughs> so you you set a pretty low bar with uh, with Crisis. So I'm not quite sure if this is a a major leap up or if this is just kind of like. I'm trying to see if it's a backhanded better. compliment. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, this wasn't bad. Okay, so who was wanting stories about the video game? I did. <laughs> you know, I just, just, just uh, really. Is that the what video this game. is about? The video no. game. This is no. this is about uh, something that happened after X Men number what thirty nine. Right. So what happened in X Men thirty nine? I don't know. That was like twenty some years ago. Well, apparently. Eric the Red brought a whole bunch of Shi'ar Moon Knights down to Earth. I was like, these are Moon Knight ripoffs. What the? They're Moon Knight uh, Darkhawk ripoffs. <laughs> yeah. Because they have the claws, right? And the armor plates. I was like, Moon Knights in this? Why is there a whole bunch of Moon Knights? Like when you're just skimming it, you're like, okay, Eric the Red, Moon Knight. Whoa, a lot of Moon Knights. Eric the Red. I like he, I'm glad he covers his nipples up. Um, his suit's made out of Laffy Taffy. Kind of, right? Like, like, oh my. He just like went to the Shi'ar Dominatrix store. Yep. And was like, give me that. Kind of like what Morbius did in like issue one of his series from like the 90s. <laughs> he did. He went to an adult bookstore and found that leather outfit. And was like, this will work. Huh. <laughs> I did think I, I do remember reading the first issue because that is a part of that what spirits of vengeance or whatever. Yep. Uh, and I read all those, so I knew what was happening with Ghost Rider. Um, <laughs> so I I vaguely remember that. Um. 
you know, I, I didn't know Brett Booth was still doing art. I love his art. I really liked him when he was on Backlash for Image way back in the day. His The what? I don't think I've ever heard of that book. I think you're the only person in the world who's ever heard of it. No, I'm just... <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me with the stuff I collect. But no. <laughs> You know, it's part of that uh, Blood Strike, Blood Oath, Blood Brigade <laughs> family. Something, right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've said it before, I don't have a big history with the X-Men. Um, but... I kind of enjoyed this. Yeah, this you one know? you really don't need to because it kind of like introduces you to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's no Wolverine, which I was good with. That's issue three. No Storm. You know, you, you don't know what you're getting because of the cover. You got Havoc and Cyclops and Storm and Kitty Pride and Wolverine Jubilee. So that's supposed to be Beast in a red and white. Yeah, that's uh, the X Factor costumes. Ah, uh, Iceman, Archangel. Who's the? Is that Fire? I don't know who that is. Between Iceman and Beast, is that? That's Miss Marvel. Is that Miss Marvel? Yeah. Hmm. You Sorry. A, oh, you're that. You're great. I I don't know. It's that. Jean Grey. I got a different cover. What? Oh, yeah? What'd you get? Uh, it has Professor X, Marvel Girl, and Magneto. And then... Uh, They're all making out. No, it just shows them showing their power off. And then they have one... It has Storm, Nightcrawler, Thunderbird, Colossus, and Wolverine. And then it has the original X-Men, so it's kind of showing like, the history of the, the two teams. Hmm. So... Um, I love the book. My favorite X-Men books are the ones with the Shi'ar and the Star Jammers and all of that. Um, so I was, okay. I didn't notice the Moon Knight thing until Nick pointed it out. <laughs> that was like the first thing that popped in my head. Like they recruited Moon Knight. Cool. He, he, he's a mutant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wasn't a big fan of Adam X. Nope. I would never was. And now, uh, with him being a Summers, I still don't like him. And why do we need it? <laughs> why do we need another Summers brother? I was going to ask that. I was going to ask that. Like, do we need another one? Do we need a fourth Summers brother? You know, there's going to be a fifth one coming around the corner, like in 10 years. And what the hell was Corsair up to? Apparently, hip deep in Hepzibah. <laughs> yes. He's got they illusion. should make one of the... Like, one of their brothers should be, like, white and furry. Yeah. He's, like, got illegitimate tr- children throughout the universe, I guess. He's probably, like, Star-Lord's dad. Yeah. He's like, hey... I did. I, at first, when they told the story of Adam X, I thought that that was Cable. Didn't realize it said Adam on the where he was stealing him. So it's like this isn't how Cable was. What the hell is this shit? And then I realized it was Adam. I was like, okay. 
That was my bad. I didn't. I didn't read. I had never even heard of Adam X, so I was like, I don't know what this is. But well, did uh, you read Captain Marvel number three? It, it from nineteen ninety five. It shows it throughout the book. <laughs> it's on there twice. No. I'm okay. Not. There is a question I need to ask you guys right now. In Iowa, are there timber rat timber rattlers? Yes. No. Does it depend on what part of Iowa? I will go to the Google machine and find out. Okay, and good, because my computer is going to freeze if I do it. I'm almost positive there is rat. I don't know if they're timber timber rattlers, but they are rattler rattlers. All right, let's see what we got here. Just give me a list. I don't care about this. Okay. Bear with me one second. Here we go. All right. So we have. Yes. Okay. Copperhead. The Eastern something or other. Timber rattlesnake. Prairie rattlesnake. Wow. Nice. Okay. Learn so something new. We have three types of rattlesnakes in Iowa. I knew they were frequent in western Nebraska, but I wasn't sure about Iowa. Huh. So, yeah. It was cool, but are you going to buy more of these? I haven't decided yet, but I'm not to the point where I'm like, nope, I'm not reading any more of these either. So, I mean, they clearly did something right for me to stay interested enough in an X-Men book to consider another issue purchase. I'm really interested to see what uh, other creative teams they bring back to do these. Uh, yeah. Because doesn't... Liefeld doesn't want to work with Marvel anymore, right? So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know who's. I mean, there's Claremont. I don't know. But he's been back a couple of times, hasn't he? Right. I swear I saw an article saying that he's going to do an, an issue of it. So. Um. Oh my god, can you imagine if he just does one issue of just tying up everything that he wrote about? That would be awesome. Like, oh my god, here's this panel <laughs> closing this story down. Here's another page closing this other story down. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to stick with it. Cause I want to kind of see what they do after the Adam X. Right. And the story's it's good because I like the story because it's by Fabian Nacienza Cieza, however you say his name. And the art is phenomenal. Yeah, it definitely had that nineties feel to it. Yep. I was like Wow, this is definitely nineties. It's not as bad as that 
um, West Coast Avengers I you borrowed the that Ultron book. Ooh, yeah, where everybody had uh, two inch wide hips, or they they had like thirty inch wide hips and like two inch waist. Yeah, I'm like I know she's a robot, but that shouldn't be possible. I just wanted to go back really quick and how Scott and Alex couldn't figure out why their powers weren't working working right. against each other. I like you dumbasses. That is a huge clue. So, I uh, I give it four power rings. Nice, yeah, I'll give it four. It's a very good uh, nostalgic book. I'll go three and a half. It was a lot of fun, though. Yeah, and it had characters that you don't know, really like. I didn't really know much about Adam X because I think I stopped reading that book like right after Omega Red showed up. Mm-hmm. So that was like twelve, maybe thirteen issues in. Yeah, and I was like, uh, okay. I, but yeah, I really like this one. So I might keep picking it up, but I have a hard time of keeping series going. Yeah, me too. So. Cool. Awesome. All right. Random reads. Who wants to roll first? I'll go first. Cool. So I was trying to find something. I've been trying to find a character that I just, that to read that, you know, was different than what I normally read. And I kind of like the Nightwing character. So I went to the comic book store. And I thought I picked up the Future State Nightwing. But I ended up picking up Future State Robin Eternal. Hmm. With Tim Drake. Um, so it takes place... Uh... Batman's dead, and uh, the government is trying to take out all superheroes, and they kind of lost me for a minute because now the DC Universe has Sentinels. <laughs> I'm like, wow, how very X-Men. Um... <laughs> But come to find out they're actually human and they're just being um, enhanced. Uh, it shows Robin taking out uh, these, uh, we'll call them sentinels for lack of a better word. And he's just trying to find all of his bat family. Uh He meets up with another former Robin, the one from uh, one of the Dark Knight books, the female Robin, Darcy or something. Carrie or Stephanie? Uh, Maybe I got it wrong that she wasn't a Robin. Okay. Because he says Darcy to her. So. Hmm.
because he says, "Can't I see my favorite uh, We Are Robin member?" Oh, yeah, that was a book where like all the teenagers went nuts and did. They were Robins. It's like a five issue series. Okay, so that's what I know about it. <laughs> uh, Robin is trying. Here's basically Robin. They have. Uh, made a serum resin made from the the uh, Lazarus pit Rachel Ghoul's Lazarus pit and it's enhancing all of these humans into being superhumans and Robin's trying to take it down and He's a. Uh, he destroys one of the the sentinels and gets um, the resin all over him, and that's where it leaves off. He says that was a hell of a round one. Now round two. So, and it says next issue, Robin reborn. Hmm. Um. Like I said, with the Green Lantern. I'm, Kind of confused what they're doing, so I just I'm assuming it's just a reboot. Uh, yeah, just reboot for two issues. Yeah, well, most and of them are keep, two issues. Keep... Some of them are four. Okay. It's kind of like what um, they did with uh, Convergence a couple of years ago, or um, it's almost like an Elseworlds thing. Okay. The story, I kind of like the story, so I think I might pick up number two to see where it goes. But like I said, I was hoping for a Nightwing, and I ended up with Robin, but that's okay, because I like the book. So, it was a good, if it's only two issues, it's a good story, so. The Nightwing is worth picking up, though, Kirk, I'll tell you that. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and I would also highly recommend the Catwoman one. The Catwoman Batman or whatever? No, no, just Catwoman Future State. Okay. I thought both of those were excellent. Okay. Uh, that's all I got. Cool. cool. Mine's going to be quick. Um, so a while ago, I picked up an issue of Slapstick, like the first of the miniseries <laughs> from a long time ago. And I found issue one of the latest one from blah, blah, blah. When did this come out? Prob- I don't know. It's a Marvel now. So that's what, five years ago, four years ago? Somewhere around there. Probably around 2016. And let's just say, holy violence, Batman. There's a lot of violence because now... In the like the first one, he was a cartoon character, like he's a person that could turn into a cartoon character, and now he's finally like totally embraces it, and he's pulling out giant mallets, breaking people's teeth out with them, shooting the teeth back at them, um, just going completely animated crazy, and it's really cool, like the art that they did. It's, it's like 
normal art, and then you get to him, and it's completely cartoon. Like it's just super whacked out and really funny and really kind of gross when you it's like Roger Rabbit like is demolishing people. Um, you know, he gets shot and he blows the bullets back out, but he hits everybody and there's just blood everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, it's really funny and I'm really going to go find more of these. It's really hard to like describe what's going on, you know, in a in a book that this is this nuts. But cool, that's mine. Uh, definitely go check it out if you haven't heard of slapstick. I would try to find some. <laughs> They're not All easy right. to find. No, Dude, I, this is like the second issue I've ever seen in my life. That was that most recent one, Marvel Now, right? Yep. All right, I'll do some checking. I'm sure I've seen some someplace. I just got to remember where I saw that. All right, so I got two. Um, the first one is one Nick hooked me up with by Pied Piper Comics, The Beast Warriors of Shalon, issue number three. Um, wasn't sure what I was getting into. All I know is Nick sent me a picture and goes, do you have this? I'm like, nope. He's like, you do now. Cool. <laughs> and, um, it is, I really wish I knew what happened in issues one and two, because this was great. Um, I mean, it starts off with a guy turning into a dragon. How, how much better do you get than that? Um, it does get a little confusing on some of the characters because, you don't get any introduction to them. But from what I'm picking up is one of the girl or one of the girls in here is actually trying to turn into a dragon too. And then you got these other two monks that monk type characters that um, turn into animals. Once they get really mad, that's where the beast part comes in. And that was unbelievably entertaining. Um, like one of them got drunk and he started getting into a fight. He's like, look, I've invented drunk fighting and was kicking everybody's butt. Um, this was just really entertaining. I don't think it went past three issues because when I looked it up in my uh, research system, um, it only shows three issues, but it does indicate there's more, there is going to be more. So I don't know if it got canceled or my research system's not that great or what, but, uh, this was really entertaining and I'm going to have to keep an eye out for the other issues. Now the other one I read was Mr. Miracle number six from 89 and given a Demetrius, I don't know how they wrote as many books as they did. I thought Colin Bunn was busy. These guys were all over the late 80s, early 90s on everything. JLA, JLI, I mean, they, they were just... And then they, they were hilarious through all of it. Um, 
What I really liked about this one was uh, Mr. Miracle has a, a shop that's called Mr. Fix-It Shop. If it's broken, they'll fix it. So when he's in his human identity, uh, that's where he works. And, um, you know, his buddy O'Brien's there, or Oberon, excuse me. And uh, he's, like, fixing a toaster. And they made a bet. He's like, I bet you it doesn't work. And uh, Mr. Miracle's like, well, yeah, it'll work. Well, it did work, but the toast came out as gold. And so it wasn't <laughs> exactly what he was shooting for. And so a couple of guys come in and tell him that uh, they need insurance for the shop. And they're like, uh, yeah, I get Mr. Miracle, Scott free. Um, <laughs> Scott's like, mm, we don't need insurance. We're good. Thanks. Appreciate it. And they're like, oh, you'll regret not having insurance. And so like the next day, one of the buildings next to him blows up or whatever. And, uh, Brian's like, call the justice league in, have them help you out. And Scott's like, I don't want, you know, I'm trying to have a normal life here. They'll, they'll put two and two together. If Mr. Miracle shows up, or if the justice league shows up, I don't want any of this happening. We'll take care of it. Well, they try to scare him, um, and have somebody go attack his wife, Barda. And <laughs> Barda calls Scott and goes, yeah, um, I don't know what's going on, but I was just attacked. And Scott's like, oh no, how is he? How, how's the guy that attacked you? Is he okay? And she's like, oh yeah, he'll live. You know, <laughs> wasn't worried about her at all. And um, an ongoing joke in here was kind of like the whole, uh, where is it? Uh There's a, con a constant joke saying, that, you know, this isn't, um, this isn't a Warner Brothers gangster movie. This is real life. And they keep on saying it over and over through every time something happens. Um, but anyhow, um, Brian calls the Justice League. Martian Manor is like, yeah, we're not going to do anything too crazy. Um, so they sent Nort, the Green Lantern dog, in who has a very human nose in this, kind of creepy. Um, and so Scott puts up a sign on the shop that says, beware of dog. And they're like, oh, well, the dog's going to die now too. You know, the gangsters are. And Nord's sitting out there and like, yeah, he's floating in the air. He's like, you're not breaking in there. And he knocks the two guys out. And Scott's like, yeah, nobody's going to believe that they saw a talking dog. This is perfect. Um, and they, I mean, they just keep on trying to get Scott's shop broken down or broken into and, you know, ruining it until he, he accepts the insurance. And, um, <laughs> they go to the guy that's trying to do the insurance, uh, selling the insurance for the mob. And, uh, Nort shows up in a tuxedo and tries to start selling 
the guy actual insurance. And it is just hilarious. I love this issue. Um, I can't say enough good things about this. It absolutely needs to be checked out. I mean, it was cheap, too. I think I got it for like a buck. Mr. Miracle, number six. Uh, just amazing. Check it out. It's very funny. It's a one-shot, so you don't have to worry about um, any additional stories. They actually even make a reference to, yes, we know this character is missing, but uh, kind of forget about that for now, and we'll go back to that next issue kind of thing. So definitely check that one out. That's what I have. Cool. <clears throat> oh. So do we have any... Uh, News? I don't have anything. Did you watch WandaVision? Yes. What'd you think? <laughs> okay, so now I'm not going to... Uh, see, I can't... I don't want to talk about with Ryan. Okay, spoilers. You're fine. Spoilers. You're okay. fine. So Marvel really loves the Darkhold. Really loves it. Of course, this is going to tie in with Doctor Strange. And there's more than one person that can do magic. And, of course, they bring in another magic user in this who's using the... Apparently, it's the Darkhold because it looks like an evil book and Marvel only has one evil book. And I don't think it's Mephisto. I think it's the guy who wrote the Darkhold. I think it's Cthon. You think it's Cthon? Cthon has a huge thing with uh, Scarlet Witch and he... Um, yeah, because his first appearance was in an Avengers book where she's in Wondagore and he takes over her body. So it could easily be Cthon if they're going to. Yeah, it was great. I was going to ask you with Agatha Harkness is Immortus going to come, but Cthon makes more sense. I could see. Immortus, like being the gateway, because that's kind of what he is. He's like a nexus, like Wanda is. That. How many ish, uh, episodes do they have left? Like four? Two. Two. Yeah, that's not going to be enough for Immortus. So I'm, I'm going to bet it's going to be the, the biggest, baddest wizard Marvel's ever created. Okay. So, so you didn't think the, the little cicada or the fly or whatever was Mephisto since that's how he first appeared? He could be. He could be Why in it, it too. Be Druid? Dr. Druid. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> He's got a George Costanza haircut. Come on. Um, yeah? No. No. I, <laughs> he is the master of his domain. Right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> But I don't know. I, I'm. I think personally, I hope it's Cthon. Okay. Because as much as I like rally against them taking characters that I love and putting them for everybody, <laughs> Groot. Um, I hope it's him. I really do. Okay. He, he deserves his due. I mean, he's been in the background of Marvel for like fifty years. Kind of needs to have some kind of day. 
Okay. Uh, we did get to see Spectrum. Yep. Which was cool. I was like, because when they're like last episode where they were like, if you go back through it, you're going to be, your DNA is going to change. Yep. I was like, yes, that's how they're going to do it. That's how they're going to, and they did. Like, yes, sweet. sir. And then, uh, I liked the song. It was Agatha all along. Yeah. So, uh, I saw in another review, they think that she should receive an Emmy for that role because of how well she's played it. Yeah. Um, I like the modern family and the office references, Mm -hmm. especially with vision, you know, looking, breaking the fourth wall and looking at the camera. Yep. And then interviewing him. That was hilarious. How Wanda's trying to stop him from coming home. But I want to know what happened to the boys. Yeah. What? The... Yeah, I kind of wonder what's going to happen to them. Because if it's just her making it up, then she took them back. Yep. So. It's going to piss one off so bad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was. It keeps getting better. I'm glad I stuck with it. I never thought it was. Oh, it's too boring and slow. Yeah. So. Um, so I. Uh, yeah, I'm up to episode nine of Titans season one. So. Mm-hmm. That Hawk and Dove origin story, buh, you know, like, how depressing is that episode? Yeah. You know, like, I was telling, when Sonya started watching it, and I'm like, Hank's got a little bit of, because uh, she's watching the first couple episodes, I was like, Hank's got a little bit of emotion control problems. Like, even in the book, you know, if you piss him off, he never stops beating you. Yeah. Like, even in the role-playing game, if you play Hawk, he has uh, something where even if, he, like, you you beat the guy down, you will keep attacking him. And, like, every round, like, you can't get away from it. You just want to beat that guy into a pulp. So never play Hawk if you're playing the DC role-playing game. Um, that, just that whole, like, molestation scene was just, like, Oh my god, cringeworthy! It, it creeped me out. I I got mad. But the the final part where her and like him and Dawn were just beating the shit out of him, and she goes, yep. he's like, you need to leave." And she's like, "Nope." And she nope. closes the and door. she closes the door and lets him continue. Like, yeah, yeah that, was, that was awesome. Then you find out like she's not like the Dawn from the comics because like Dawn wouldn't have put up with it, but this one. It's just like, yeah, go for it, you know. But beat the fucking hell out of him. Yeah, it was. But it seems like every episode, somebody's beating somebody up for touching kids, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Robin beats up a guy in the first episode for be like touching his kid, 
And then he beats up somebody else when he's looking for the the, the Doom Patrol for touching a kid. <laughs> it's like, does Dick have something he wants to say? Does he need something <laughs> to get off his chest? Because he, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, Sophie's gotten really into He-Man. Has she? Which I really love. So we were looking online to go like see if we can get it online, and no place streams it unless you want to buy it for two dollars an episode. I'm like, this came out in '83. This should be free. It was on Netflix. I know, but she was two, so I couldn't get her to watch it then. And uh, so we found it at Walmart the whole season for forty bucks. The whole like all the episodes plus the the specials with Shira and. We watched it like all of Saturday, so I'm kind of he manned out right now. But yeah, I'm kind of glad that she's liking cartoons that I liked. That's awesome. So, and, well, yeah, no. no, no what's funny is she's also a huge fan of Plastic Man. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't know that could go through DNA. You know, I. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I didn't know. It's like it's weird what like you transfer to your kids, right? Like, but yeah, just the weirdest things that your kids do. They're like, "Oh my god, how do you like the same characters I do?" Yeah, and she wants. She was watched uh, that Music Meister episode of Batman: Brave and the Bold at least fifty times now. Like she watches it and just rewinds it and watches it and just then rewinds it back. And now she wants to be Black Canary for Halloween. I'm like the same thing. Like how did this, what? So, so she's rocking some black makeup today. She's got got black lipstick on. (laughs) She's like, look, I got Black Canary lips. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty much all I did. Okay. Cool. So, I got a a hypothetical for you guys, okay? I saw this on Twitter today, and at first it kind of made me roll my eyes, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Okay. In a fight between Batman and Wanda Maximoff, who wins if they both have time to prepare? <laughs> Wanda. Well, she have to do is say Martha and Batman loses. <laughs> <laughs> well, she would try. She would see that in the in like a vision of him beating up Superman, and then be like, "Save Martha!" And she'd just have like every Martha in the world appear. Or actually, she would just say, "No more Marthas." And then they would all go away. Well, there was some. There were some pretty good ones. Like all she would have to do is say, "No more Batman." Right. Or plant in his mind that his parents never died, and he never became Batman, and he was happy. So. Yeah, it's it, just funny. They're saying, "Oh, Batman," because you know, if he has time to prepare, he can beat anybody. I was like, wow. 
they made him so overpowered. But that was one thing. I can't believe that was actually a question. That's no offense to you asking it, Kirk. I just can't believe somebody. No, I agree. I agree. It's like, like, really? They said that he would win by talking her down. She wouldn't even have to get close to him to talk. No. She wouldn't even have to be in this, like on the same continent. Yep. Yeah, I just, no. And the other thing that I read, and I wanted your guys' opinion, Daisy Ridley wants to play Spider-Woman. Yes. What do we think about that? I'll buy a ticket right now. Me too. What about you, Nick? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I. I don't see Spider Woman with the boy's body. Oh my God! You're like all the people that I read on the fucking site. Shouldn't <laughs> have, have big enough boobs. I'm just saying, Spider Woman is no, like notoriously curvy. It's like, um, uh, Anna. Not not Anna Paquin. Um, what's her name that played? Ah, uh, she, she was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, uh, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. If Kira Knightley played Phantom Lady, be completely wrong. For me, I'm going to be the opposite. I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, and I actually put was going to put on that picture. No. <laughs> um. How how do I put this? Defend yourself, misogynist. Okay, fine. Comic books are a fantasy. <laughs> okay. And when you put like the girl next door in the comic book fantasy, it kind of takes you out of that fantasy. Okay. And so we need a porn star to play Spider Woman. Like no, I'm just saying. She has to have a shape. Like, I'm not saying porn star. I'm just saying every girl doesn't have to be super slim and super frail. Okay. To play a superhero. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like for me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying to be PC but yet I'm not going to be. Just saying. I'm not saying they're all Scarlett Johansson's either. You know, like, and they're not all Pamela Anderson's, right? Every woman is different and everybody has a different shape. And when people complain of that, uh, Power Girl has two huge boobs. It's like, have you ever looked around? Everybody has different sizes. Yeah. Okay. Now, Daisy Ridley would be fine as uh, I don't know, but it's just something about her, like she's not Spider Woman to me. She might be Spider Man, Spider Woman, nineteen seventy nine cartoon. 
but I don't know. I'm also in a vein of like reading like really weird books. Like I've been going through so many old like golden age stuff and just like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I don't know. Okay. No, I love and this. You know, you know I, I was a character of Spider Man, right? Or a Spider Woman. She'd be fine as a Julia Carpenter Spider Man, Spider Woman. Like the second one, but I don't mm -hmm. like Jessica Drew. Just everybody hates her because of her comic and her body, like her the the way they draw her and. Her, the, her 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 dimensions and stuff and it's like oh it drives me nuts that now we we have to have everybody look a certain way you know and everybody's complaining that oh we don't have any plus size models in, in tv shows well you fire one and then you have ah uh, i don't know i don't know I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to, you know, that's what it's going to come out like. Okay, so you have a vision in your head and that's not it. Right. It's still it's the same thing about uh Gal Gadot. I like her as Wonder Woman, but she wasn't my first choice. Okay. I think I after like reading comics for so long, you get a, an image of a body in your head of what this person would look like. Right? Yeah. And and then when you see it in like on a real person, it's just like, I don't know. Okay. Well, I didn't like it when they cut, they casted Brie Larson as Captain Marvel either. So, but yeah, I can see that. I mean, I think there was a better choice, but you know, I liked it. I mean, I got used to it. Yeah, me too. It's not like I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to go see this movie. But if they keep flooding the market like they are, I'm probably going to start saying no. <laughs> like uh, I didn't see Wonder Woman. I haven't seen that yet. 1984. Yeah. Um, going to see movies like I used to have to go like in the first week to see superhero movies, and now I'm just like you know I've seen so many. Ugh. And back in the day, I would have to collect all the the VHSs and the DVDs and all that stuff for them. Yep, me too. And now it's like, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. You bring one out every week. Yeah. So. I, I would say I'm open to it. I get what you're saying, Nick. I just... I love the Jessica Drew character. I think... She has a sense of humor to her a little bit that I've seen Daisy pull off. 
She may not have the body structure that we envision, but I think she could pull off the character point of it, if that makes sense. Oh, no, she could play the character. And what's funny is Olivia Wilde is going to direct it. Is she really? Yep. So Jessica Drew's English, right? Because somebody says she's English. I don't think so. I don't think she is either. Let's just look it up. That's what I'm doing. I don't remember her being British. Her family. Actually, she's from Mount Wendigore in Transia. Yep. Okay, so she's Eastern European. I did not know that. The same place that Pietro and Wanda grew up in? Yep. Hmm. Huh. They really went away from that then in the more recent issues because that's not... I'm, I'm just going to say this, okay? I will go see an opening day if they tell me Porcupine is in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who plays the part of Jessica Drew. Just put Porcupine in it. But I saw somewhere they were talking about Jennifer Lawrence playing uh, Sue Storm. Yeah. And... And people are, there's a thing out there saying that Jessica Alba deserves another shot. No, she doesn't. No? No. No. They need, when I think of Jennifer Lawrence, I don't think of a Sue Storm type character. She was already Mystique. She doesn't need to be anybody else. She hated playing Mystique too. Sue but Storm is. She's been in like how many Marvel movies already? Like she's in the X Men movies. It's like we. You're, uh, there's other actresses. There's they others. need an all American mom type. Because that's what Sue Storm is. Somebody put forward Rachel Lee Cook. Uh, she might be too old though, wouldn't she? Depends on that when they do it. Yeah. I have a hard time picturing who I'd want to play Sue Storm. I have no idea either. Um, They could find an unknown person and make him Sue Storm. I I don't understand why everything has to be, pardon my, my language, but a Starfucker moment. Well... Who was the last one that played Sue Storm in the really 
great version of the Fantastic Four. Oh, God. The 2015? Yeah. Kate Mara. No clue who that is. Um, Outside of that movie, I have no idea what else she has ever done. You said it was Kate Mara. She played in... Um, she was on House of Cards, Shooter, The Martian. She was in Iron Man 2. Hmm. See, there's a... There's that... It's been a long time that they've been talking about John Krasinski playing Mr. Fantastic. Yes. And, and his wife, Emily Blunt, as Sue. And I think she's perfect. I could see that. I just... Or even... Uh, might be a little wacky. I can't think what her name is. But the blonde from Community. Okay. I think she could be a good fit for that. I'm putting it out there right now. I want Chris Evans to return as the Human Torch. Uh, how would that work in the MCU? I want Chris Evans to come back as the Jim Hammond Human Torch. <laughs> that was in the that was in the vial. I want Howard the Duck back. If we're you know, doing our got- want list. I think it would just be like a they could they could put it in the multiverse that he was Cap in one universe and Human Torch in another. No, I'm the only one. I'm okay. not saying no. I'm just I'm thinking it through. If you did that, though, do you poke fun at, you know, hey, you're not Ben, ben Grimm, I know. He's on S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. now or something. I mean, do you do make fun of the fact that you remember this other version of the Fantastic Four? Yeah, I know. But they it don't. Was just... Because, though, I loved him as the... Human Torch. I did. Just don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know how they would pull that off with it make to make it se- make sense. Yeah. Not saying they couldn't do it, just not sure how. So you think Emily Blunt would be a good Sue Storm? She's kind of got that, you know, older, kind of hot mom kind of thing going. That's kind of how you think of Sue. And she could pull off a badass. Yeah. 
Who could they get for a Kazar Shauna the She Devil movie? Why would we want that? <laughs> Why not? They're they're reaching the bottom of the barrel, so we might as well start with that. Oh wow, Brandon Fa Frazier for Kazar. <laughs> yeah, because I loved him in George of the Jungle. Um... <laughs> oh wow. Um, and he was awesome in uh, G.I. Joe. <laughs> I just watched that today. I was like, I forgot he was in this. I did too. Oh, wow. Um, boy. Who would be a good role for her? Or, yeah. And the big problem is I don't see enough current movies to know who who some of the stars are anymore, you know? I see a lot of the... I watch a lot of older stuff because I enjoy that stuff more at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm turning into what is it, progressive commercials where the guys... You're turning into your class. parents? Yeah, you're turning into yeah. your parents. That's what's happening to me. Um, <laughs> you know who would be good? Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates, 1985. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Derek. She was the perfect 10. She was perfect. Ooh. <laughs> Raquel Welch. Yeah, baby. Farrah Fawcett. Um, <laughs> cool. I just watched Logan's Run today, and she's horrible in that, too. <laughs> she had four lines in it like they had to feed them to her. I just don't know stars today to know who would be a good fit for that. Um, man. Sophia Vergara. <laughs> oh. Well, that'll guarantee Teresa would never go see it. I know, right? Drew Barrymore. Oh, and that yeah, like I said last week, that Harley Quinn cartoon is amazingly funny. And they go through like all the Batman history. I still have to watch that. Like they even went through like No Man's Land. But yeah, I'm just trying to. All right, let's see. It's kind of too bad that uh, Rachel McAdams already took a role in Marvel. She'd be a good Sue. Dove Cameron. Kirk Cameron's wife? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Dove Cameron from... Um... Oh, what was she in? This... She was on S.H.I.E.L.D. At one point, she was also in. Uh, oh shit, she played a twin in a in a Disney show. I have even Stevens in my head, and I know that is absolutely not it. Um, 
She was in Livid Maddie. That's it. <laughs> but she actually played. So hear me out. So one of the she plays the part of the twins. So she's playing both a Beverly Hills, you know, mall girl and a sports girl, right? And she plays both parts very well. And she's an actress who moves back home to Wisconsin and they move a show back to Wisconsin and she plays the part of a superhero in this fake show. She did a really good job. I think she could be pulled that off. I don't know. I've never seen it. It is on uh, Netflix. I've seen every episode like 60 times. <laughs> and the music's even kind of catchy in it. Oh, my, my daughter went through this whole phase where she she watched every episode over and over and over again. And, you know, you can't help. You know where I'm coming from, Nick. And it just. Yes. I have no idea what you two are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I I think she would be a good fit for that. And what you could do. Ooh. ooh. So you said it was like, what did you say the show was? Uh, She Devil and. (laughs) Kazar. Okay, so what you do, perfect plan, right? You get some, just some guy off the street to play Kazar. He dies immediately. And then it's all about her. (laughs) (laughs) Is her running around with Zabu? Yes. How entertaining would that be? I think we got a movie. Let's do it. <laughs> let's just start. Let's write this now. <laughs> yeah, I for Kazar, man, that that would be a little bit tougher. Um, oh, what's the? Hmm, <laughs> I know the perfect guy for Kazar. Hold on. I'm looking him up real quick because I don't remember his name. Boo Boo Stewart. Boo Boo Stewart. <laughs> he also starred with Dove Cameron in this in one of the movies, so. Yeah, you'd work. Yeah. Yeah. That is it. I think it would work out fantastically. You got him as Kazar, you got Dove as, uh, What's her bucket? I mean, I think you got a perfect. You could even make it a musical because they can both sing. <laughs> we have not seen a musical 
Oh my god. Superhero movie. We're not counting that DC Supergirls or the sing along or the Flash sing along. I can't remember which one did it, but we're not going to count that. Otherwise, I mean, goal right there. He would draw in fans of like Jurassic Park. Yeah. Be perfect. The only problem is like trying to find somebody to play in a in a movie is they're they're already all in there, you know. Thanks to like that Eternals movie, you can't find anybody else. They grabbed everybody. I'm really excited for that Eternals movie. Are you? No. <laughs> Are you? I was like, what? You know how much be of a, the only one. I know how much of a fan of uh, Icarus and Makari you are, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks as uh, Sue Storm. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, no. Come on, man. No. Hey, um, oh, uh, Reed and Miri make a porno. Da- Dak Shepard's wife. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. She'd she be good. would be good with that. We could have a foul mouth Sue Storm. That would be awesome. But she's also done Frozen, too. So, I mean, she's well, got that, that wholesome but... side. Yeah, but I, I like her smart-ass, sarcastic side, too. Well, I, I understand that. I'm just saying that, you know, she can play both. Okay, so anybody watch Chuck? Can't say I have. I saw an episode here or there. So I threw up a picture on uh, the Discord of Yvonne Strahovski. Maybe. Okay, yes. Yeah, she needs work. She needs a job. So we need to give her a job. Yeah. I'm not quite. Last thing I think she did was uh, Dexter. <laughs> well, I, again, I can see that. she's She would fit that part fairly well, I would think. And this is an old picture. So this is around the Chuck. About 20 years ago. Was Chuck that long ago? I think Chuck was like 10, maybe 12 years ago. Huh. Yeah. You guys don't have to agree with me. I'm just putting stuff out there. No. I mean, we're... We're we're throwing stuff out there. We're seeing what kind of registers for us. Ashley Olsen. We need another Olsen in there. No. No, we don't. <laughs> no. We got the good actress out of that family. Oh. Man. <laughs> I wonder how many people are actually now just now realizing that that is one of the sisters. Of the it's Olsen all, twins. It's all over Twitter. Oh. I can't believe she's an Olsen. 
And then they made, didn't they make her do like a scene with Full House or something? Yeah, there's a Full House reference in the show. Oh, yeah. poor woman. I think she's watching it, right? I think so. And then she turns it off. Nah. But it doesn't have her sisters on it. It just has uh, DJ and Stephanie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. What are we still deciding on now? I, I, I don't know. I kind of hopped around. <laughs> we, this is what we, we do. This is the we last part of the over. show. We went all over the place. <laughs> I'm trying to focus on one, and we keep on... <laughs> Started with Sue Storm, then Katie Started with Spider Woman and went to oh, Sue Spider Storm. Woman. That's right. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what movie we're trying to cast now. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawkman Hawkgirl movie. Oh. <sighs> All right, dude. It's been an hour and ten minutes. Um, oh, trading cards. Did you see those things are blowing up now? Again? For some reason? Should I sell mine now? Yes. I think I will too. Because I have the first two ser- series and a whole bunch of them. So, let's sell them all! Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> I told my wife about it the other day. And she's like, oh, you got some of those? I'm like... No, you want me to clean out stuff. I threw those away years ago when they had no value. She's like, that's the one thing you got rid of? I'm like, no. <laughs> that's the one thing. <laughs> you, know, you want me to get rid of something? I got rid of something, and here we are. Now I'm losing a lot of money because you wanted me to get rid of all these things. <laughs> it's the Marvel, Marvel trading cards from back in the day, Scott. Like the ones that came with the comics, the ones that came, or like, uh, what was it? They had the rookies, and it had like the new, uh, not the new Avengers, the new Warriors. They had, uh, shoot, who else was in there? A bunch of characters you could care less about. Had like a Stan Lee card. I mean, for some reason, all of them were blowing up. Um, the Deadpool card that came with X-Force number one is worth a whole bunch for some reason. Um, somebody bought an X-Force number one with a Deadpool card in the bag for a hundred the other day. And there's one that sold that they had two Deadpool cards in one bag sold for 1200 bucks. Damn it, I got Sunspot and Gideon. And my X-Force number one. It, it just... It, I don't know. It, and something's going on with the card industry completely. Baseball cards, basketball cards, everything. You go into Target and they're saying that you can only get one pack per thing. I know at the shop the other day they released a thing saying that they've been having problems getting Pokemon cards in. So they were li- really limiting on what you can get for Pokemon cards. Um, people are going to McDonald's because apparently you can get Pokemon cards now in kids meals and oh. buying like a crap ton of kids meals to get the Pokemon cards. I'm like, okay, 
I, I get on to some of these trends every once in a while. I am not getting on a trend for the Pokemon cards. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> but I guarantee you that bubble will burst at some point. Yeah, it'll go Very back. shortly. It's not going to last long. Oh. There's no way these cards are that expensive. What are you finding? A 1990 Marvel Universe number 138, The Avengers. It's a PSA graded at a Gem Mint 10. Okay, it's a Gem Mint 10, but it's still an Avengers card from 1990. $14,000. He's selling it online for fourteen grand. I'm like, do you not want this to sell? I mean, <laughs> seriously. I mean, you have uh, 22 views per, per hour, but everybody's just laughing at you. <laughs> Good God. Stan Lee, like 29 to $170. Like, are you fucking... Yeah. The series I have is going for 175 Yeah, well, I'm going to throw this on my Etsy page. I'm going to sell them all. One of the groups I'm in started going nuts about it. I'm like, what in the world is happening? Why is this happening? All right. Looks like I know what I'm going to be scanning tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's crap. <laughs> Do you have I mean, the you... Darkhawk one? That's the one that'll go through the roof. Only if you say he's going to be in the MCU. <laughs> Who knows? At this point, he could be the villain on One Division. <laughs> he probably. It's nineteen bucks. Are you effing kidding? There is no way. Yeah. the It's blowing up. I saw, what was it? Somebody had was selling a box of these cards. And I, I don't quite understand what he meant. He said that all 36 packs were there, but it was searched through for holograms, and the holograms are included as well. And he wanted $600 for the whole box. Like a week ago, you couldn't even give these away. Nope. <laughs> yeah, this is this is where we're at, people. Wow, Jesus Christ! I wouldn't have gotten rid of my series one then. <laughs> well, there's no way you would have thought that. I mean. I got rid of all my G.I. Joe. I had the whole run of the G.I. Joe cards. I yeah, so did I. Awesome. And I kind of wish I still had them, but I don't. But those, I mean, the expectation of those going through the roof never going to happen. I felt the same thing about the Marvel cards. Not going to happen. 
god. That's about right, yep, Scott. Yep, they were, Scott. It's just crazy. I'm going to sell my 1990 Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man set for $50. Wow. That's yeah. nuts. I remember all the times people came into the shop. These things worth anything? Nope, we don't want them. Okay. <laughs> you know they probably just took them outside and threw them away. Which is probably why they're worth something now. Because nobody has them. And now everybody's like, I want them back. It's like the the old comics that they use for recycling. During World War II. That's yeah. why they're so scarce. Because everybody recycled them. <laughs> it's crazy. Now everybody's going to be going to junkyards and going through the trash bins. Yep. Like, the, like an ET cartridge. Oh, oh! I was gonna bring that up. I watched. Uh, I know I'm way behind on the game on that this, but I watched that the games that made us. Mm -hmm, Have you guys mm -hmm. seen that one? Yep. Oh wow, that was fantastic. <laughs> and I understand why ET was so bad. What did they? They said he only had like he had like five a month. weeks or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, that makes sense. That's that was why I was crap. Got it. <sighs> oh, but yeah, that was a pretty good show too. I was really happy with that one. Oh, I don't know. You guys got anything else? Scott's asking about uh, how you recycle a World War II comic. Can you make a tank out of it? <laughs> yeah, you you could buy those on the back of the books. Remember those, like cardboard tanks? That's pretty much all we had left at the end of World War II. I think. We're just sending over cardboard tanks. <laughs> and then we sold them on the back of comics. <laughs> like the, uh, the the cardboard submarine. You guys remember these? Yes. We could mail away for a, a tent or a rocket ship for two bucks. Yeah. X-ray goggles. Yep. My favorite was that stupid rocket ship that was like a teepee. That you could turn over on its side and crawl in. It was like, how is this a rocket ship? <laughs> but there, there are some people on uh, YouTube that um, find out what these things were really like. And they're really funny to watch. Like, you could get a whole submarine for you and your friend to sit in? You know, and it's got this picture of this, like, awesome sub. And when you get it, it's just a box. <laughs> awesome oh that's some of the best stuff looking at those old comics is looking at those old ads <laughs> oh yep all right oh I did have a question for Scott Scott What'd you end up getting your nephew? 
you wanted some comics, right? What'd you end up going with? You got the variety pack. Nice. Good deal. All right. Well, you guys got anything else? Nope. I don't have anything. All right. Well, with that being said, I think we'll call it a week for the show this week and come back next week for hopefully a better issue of Crisis of Infinity Earth and our new book. And you never know what we're going to grab with our random reads. So thanks for listening. It's been Ryan. And Nick. Kirk. Bye. See you all.